up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo, DiMontalbano. Fellas, how we feeling? Combine just ended. We got a fat, fat two-round mock draft for the people. PHT, bro. PHAT fat. We don't fat shame here. Not at all. No, pumped up, though. Mock draft mania, man. I love extending this shit to two rounds. And snuck a little a couple trades in there make it a little bit more realistic too so i'm pumped up do you know how we doing no we feel great been amped up for this episode i believe i missed both of our mock draft episodes uh the recordings at least oh shit i forgot about that oh this is technically my first of the season that we get to go on and and let's go shit and um no wonder why our ratings were so good yeah (laughs) Well, it's always fun for those episodes because I have to read Dean's commentary to him, and it's, like, just, oh, it's like half baked, and it's yeah, like yeah. Cody, it's like Cody Monk. Sentences, it's all it's just literally sexually exploiting the fucking prospects, <laughs> yeah. like half the fucking ones. <laughs> oh Christ! Well, a lot good. of good looking prospects this year. No one said it. That's yeah. the BTT difference here. We we rate your skills and your looks and your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. That's uh, good stuff. Um, great to see everybody at the Combine. Some really nice performances, and we'll definitely get into some of those guys during the mock draft. For this one that we're doing today, a little bit different than the ones we've done in the past, allowing some trades in these first two rounds. We didn't go crazy. I think we kind of – we reeled some in, Dean, right? Yeah, we did. We. I wish we did a little bit more, not going to lie, but it just didn't end up happening – and honestly, the you know, we we've talked at nauseum about this, but there's just not a a plentiful of like elite guys where, you know, these teams and us, you know, we would think that teams are gonna get aggressive and go after them. There's just a lot of guys, and we talked about it after we finished this two-round mock yesterday, that we kind of, you know, there's not really guys we we left out. These are all guys kind of in the same tier, maybe, maybe just, maybe just off. But I, I think that's kind of ultimately why we only really traded up for a few quarterbacks, I believe. Yeah, spoiler alert there. But I think we, did, <laughs> I think we, uh, we, don't, we reeled it in. We didn't make as many as I thought we would either, um, just for simplicity, at least for the for the people. But we did make the ones that mattered and the ones that are most likely going to happen. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. All right, fellas, let's get into it. Uh, order is Dean, Ray, and then myself. Dean, you're on the clock with the Chicago Bears. What are they doing? I don't see this not happening. Obviously, it could double be a- neg- double negative, right? Double there. negative. <laughs> Love that. Keep going. Um, I it's still correct though. I don't see <laughs> this not happening. So. I I really don't because, and what I mean is Chicago trading back. I think they're going to stick with their guy in Justin Fields. believe he showed enough. And, you know, these top two guys, whether you think of Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, maybe Jalen Carter will drop off because of the character concerns, but they are elite, elite. And you don't want to miss out on them, especially if you have a good option at quarterback. And I think that's what they're going to be leaning. And they, at the same time, should get a ton of draft capital for just coming back a few spots and potentially getting one of those top two still. So I think they trade back in this scenario with 
The Indianapolis Colts, it just makes way too much sense. I see Houston staying still because they will still be able to get one of the top two. Um, And in this scenario, they traded number four and number 35 and a 2024 first for number one overall and a 2023 fourth. I mean, that 2023 fourth isn't really much, but technically they, they gave up a lot of capital, a early early second and then a first next year, which is going to potentially be pretty high. Uh, for this pick, I went C.J. Stroud. I feel like the Colts GM, Chris Ballard, has been trying his hardest to discount the chain that the chances of them getting aggressive here. And I really think that tips their hat or tips their cards that they actually are big on a guy. And obviously, if they're huge on a guy, it's going to be off of their new head coach, Shane Steichen, who was in part responsible for the meteoric rise of Jalen Hurts, and more importantly, the standout rookie season from Justin Herbert. So I'd imagine his voice in this decision will be weighed, obviously heavily, but most likely supremely. And I think that Steichen's guy will be Stroud, who, I mean, again, they're in shorts. We talk about it all the time, but incredibly, incredibly impressive throwing session at the Combine. And he's, you know, five, six inches taller than Bryce Young. And I think... It sucks. Bryce Young is a is a generational talent, but I think that's going to end up tipping the scales in favor of Stroud being the number one over, overall quarterback in this class. Right. I think Indy is definitely a team that is going to be aggressive and looking to come up in that four spot. I think ultimately the decision is going to be who do they have at number one? I think we've talked about it, how you can pull all 32 teams in the NFL and everybody might have a different QB one. So it'd be really interesting to see Ray. I know you have CJ Shroud as your number one. Um, how do you feel about Colts taking uh, CJ Shroud there? I mean, yeah, Shroud's been my number one for a few weeks now. Um, I, I think ultimately the Colts is, I think they're the most likely to let, trade up for this number one pick. I think just the threat of Houston in the division also having a chance to move up is going to entice them to make the best offer. And I think that, Chicago's not going to want to fall all the way to nine, so to Carolina or even seven to the uh, the Raiders. So I think the Colts are in prime position. I do think it ends up costing a little bit more than what uh, we mocked in this scenario. I think if they get, especially if they get that uh, fourth round pick back, I'm assuming there'd be another day two pick thrown in to this trade, just based on the bidding war. I and see hap- I like see that's going to happen. And then I guess in regard to Stroud, I think it makes kind of a lot of sense. I think he fits the uh, Shane striking offense perfectly to a T. I think he's got the best arm in the class overall, just accuracy wise, uh, delivery, arm strength. He's got plenty of it. And I think he's kind of the best of both worlds in the sense that uh, Ballard loves the tools he guys. And he's got, he's got tools. He's six, three. He's got that ideal size. He's got the live arm. So I think it just makes a lot of sense here. I think it's a really good fit. Right. All right. Move on to pick number two. Uh, staying in the AFC South, Houston stayed. Ray, where you got Houston taken here? Yeah, this one's easy to me. I think um, both. I think if Shroud was on the board, it'd probably be him. Uh, I'm going to go Bryce Young here. I think, like Dean uh, Dean said, it, the size is really the only red flag, and just the injury potential injury. He weighed in 204 at the combine, which is, I think, obviously inflated, seeing as though he did nothing. He's probably going to play closer to that 195 range, 190 range. But the Alabama connections between him and D'Amico. I think make a lot of sense. Um, I just think it's. I think he's going to be the best quarterback on the board here. So I, I don't see them going with a project. I think they want someone who could step in right away. And I think Bryce Young's that guy. Right. I like it. 
be a really fun uh, fun division to be in. Stroud, Young, Lawrence. It's it's crazy how like any of these quarterbacks I can see going one. And I can see any besides uh, Bryce Young going fourth out of the top four. To be honest, so it's I think the variance from now to the draft is gonna be fun to mock and play with. Yeah, I even think there are probably some teams that have Bryce Young at four just because of his size that they ruled them out immediately. I also think a lot of those teams probably have their quarterbacks anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Good call. Um, but I'm with you. All right, so I'm at three here. Arizona on the clock. This is a this is a big time trade out spot for me. I think, especially after this past weekend, with what Anthony Richardson showed people, I think normally a team like Carolina could have stayed at nine and maybe gotten Anthony Richardson. I do not think that is the case anymore. I think he's going inside where they had it. So I got Carolina moving up to number three with Arizona. Um, they're getting three in exchange for pick nine, pick 93 in the third round, and then uh, next year's first. I mean, we knew Anthony Richardson was going to be generational athlete at the Combine, and I think he even exceeded that expectation over the weekend. And I think he looked pretty good in that in some of those throwing drills, too. Um, I thought the touch looked a little better. Obviously, he needs time and he needs to wait. But I do think getting with Frank Wright, who's had a track record of building great quarterbacks, I think this is such a great fit for him to sit a year. They can still be shitty next year, and they got still got some picks next year. Um, I love this fit, honestly, for Anthony Richardson to Carolina. Yeah, I think it makes all the sense in the world. They're desperate. They are so desperate for a quarterback. I think they're going to be willing to pay that price to go up to. And AR is just, he's just too enticing, man. He's just too much of a freak show athletically. I think uh, Frank Reich is a, a good mentor for him to have that cute. They have Josh McCown as a quarterback coach too. So they have a really good staff down there. And uh, I think the play style too, just fits what Carolina wants to do. They want to run the ball. Yeah. I uh, over under six and a half pick spot for Richards. Over. Over under six and a half? Yeah. Under. Definitely. I would, I'd hammer that right now. Vegas is at seven. That's seven? That's Vegas is at seven. Over. Dean's taking the over. All right. Yeah, I think he's played his way into, uh, or at least ran, jumped. Dean, you want, you want to take a bet on that right now? Sure. I like it. Five units? What is five units? Five dollars. Sure. Friendly bet. I'm down just overall, just just kind of five five PUs, five pearl pearl units. I'm just gonna talk shit, and I can't wait to Venmo request you. All right, Our, Venmo, Venmo requests is so disrespectful. Put put it down. It really is disrespectful. It is hella. Right. Let's keep this rolling. Uh, we're through the first three picks, but three quarterbacks off the board: Stroud, Young, and Anthony Richardson. Dean, you're back on the clock here in the spot that Chicago traded back for. So the Bears are on the clock right now. Who you got? Yeah, the Bears are pumped. They got a ton of draft capital. Uh, Just a quick recap from trading out of number one. They got 35 and a 2024 first. And they're still, in my opinion, going to get their pick of the two guys that they're going to be, you know, most vying for, which is going to be Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. 
they were abysmal in stopping the run in the middle of that D line is not looking pretty. So I would probably slightly favor Jalen Carter, but when these guys are just very elite, they're, you know, they're head and head. People have them one or two kind of flip-flopping outside of quarterbacks and maybe Bijan Robertson, but the character issues and the pending legal issues really kind of just tips the scale slightly in Will Anderson's favor. He also did come at the combine at 253, uh, posted at 243. He was listed at Bama, which a lot of people love. I know I do getting over that 250, 245 threshold. And uh, he looked comfortable, looked big, and he still looked, you know, just as explosive as ever. So that, that pick's going to be Will Anderson, edge out of Bama. Like if, yeah, I think some people are shying away from where they have Jalen Carter right now in mocks. It's tough to tell, obviously, with the pending legal issues. I think they were saying that April 18th is a, is a big, important day for when we'll find out some stuff. But it will be interesting to see what uh, what teams think of the whole situation. Obviously, it'll get cleared up, hopefully-ish, before the draft. But it's not a lot of time before the draft. So really got to make your decisions uh Quick, smart. Yeah. All right, Ray, you're on the clock here. Uh, pick five, Seattle via Denver. Who's uh, Seattle got? Yeah, that uh, fall stopping here. I'm going Jalen Carter every day of the week. I think there's not a perfect time for this news to drop, but it's pretty uh, pretty convenient for him. This isn't the uh, Larry Tunzel gas mask on draft day. Teams have plenty of time to figure this out. Yeah. There's only a couple of misdemeanor charges, albeit, I mean, it's a tragedy, and – like the situation and all, but I don't, he's not going to be going to prison for a long time. This isn't like a Henry rug situation. So I think teams are going to be able to work it through. And at the end of the day, he's just too much of a talent. I mean, he's the number one player on my board. I uh, came to the combine six, three, three, 14, 33 plus inch arms. And he's 10 plus inch hands. He's just built exactly like you want a defensive tackle built. And the tape shows, it. I think he's going to be a pro ball eventually. Um, I think Tyree Wilson was one name that I was kind of uh, flip flopping here, but I really love Boye Mafe. Uh, Uchenna Nuosu has been super productive for Seattle. So go give him someone who can rush from the interior. Uh, Puna Ford's a free agent. So I think interior rush, especially when you have those two guys on the edge, I think it's big. So, hey, maybe even later, there's, it's a deep and edge class. So maybe go add to that edge room later on. So I think that's just my mentality here, mocking Jalen. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't like to have Jalen Carter fall the five to them, right? It's a, a great spot in the team. That needs it. Um, again, like we've been saying, it's tough to to know where to put him right now. But like that, Jalen Carter at five. I'm on the clock here. Detroit, their first of two picks in the first round. I got them taking Christian Gonzalez. I think he showed after this weekend that he is CB1, even though it's been CB1 on my board. I think we are all kind of in agreement on that. Um but a lot of people have been talking about Devon Witherspoon, who deserves his flowers. He's a really good player, and he's going to go high in this draft. Um, but I yeah. think this guy can play in, in any scheme, and he could be a, a shutdown number one corner that they desperately need. This team is really bad on the back end, um, but it's a team that's got a lot of young pieces, at least in the front four. Um, so hopefully they can start to build this defense a little bit. Yeah, people are going to get so sick and tired of reading that mock, but I think it's pretty chalk, and I think it makes a lot of sense. I think Gonzalez is my CB1, too. Such a fluid athlete. I think he'd fit right in for that defense and just give him such a different dynamic than what they have. Yeah, maybe it is getting a little chalky at the top, but, I mean, like Dean was saying at the top, it's, oh. really, this, it's really this range after, like, the first six guys where 
everybody else is kind of in that same area where I'd be comfortable taking. I mean, I may not be comfortable taking a guy at 10, but I might have taken a guy at 10 that I would normally want to take at 25. Yeah, no, I, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing, but I just think it's just a very, it just makes too much sense. Right. All right, Dean, back on the clock here, seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. Need of a quarterback, do they take the last one? Yeah, without a doubt. As of today, I'm, I'm definitely going to operate for this mock draft that the Raiders are going to be in the QB market as for this mock and uh, for the draft. Maybe they get Jimmy G. I think even if they get Jimmy G, this might even still be the pick. I think they're going quarterback. I, I I genuinely believe so. And I think in you know in this mock, they they stayed put and still got still got their QB. I think Josh McDaniels will be absolutely foaming from the mouth to get his hands on this guy. He'll be very confident that he'll be able to help, you know, Levis hone his freakish abilities, that freak arm, and really develop him to 2021 Levis, because we saw him obviously fairly digress to 2022 and even beyond. And I actually like this fit for him. I feel like even if they got Jimmy G, it would be it'd be a perfect fit and perfect to give him a year maybe off potentially, even though I I kind of have thought that Will Levis entering the next level would probably get, you know, probably get the call pretty quick. But if you can give him a year off, we've seen that. And I, I genuinely, genuinely am a believer that that could be a big, big proponent for, for success down the road. I like it. I like the fit. Right. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I think that they need a quarterback bad. I'm curious to see how they operate it. I know McDaniels um, wants to bring in one of his guys and whatnot with Jimmy G. I think that makes a lot of sense. And maybe I'm still curious to see if he's gun shy trying to pick another quarterback in the first round. So I'm just curious to see how it plays out. I don't, I really don't know as of right now, I think it's like 50, 50, whether they're going to be like heavily, heavily in the quarterback market. All right, right. You're on the clock here. Pick number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Who you got? Yeah. So this was kind of a low key tricky one. Um, I was thinking maybe offensive line, but they've invested so much in that over the past few years. I know McGarry's probably going to end up walking, but still they have a lot of money invested in that. Wide receiver, they've taken a skill guy the last few years in the first round, and just I don't like the value here. And I also wanted cornerback, I was thinking, but I don't. I think Christian Gonzalez made a lot of sense. I don't know how much like Witherspoon or Porter did. So I ended up deciding on edge Tyree Wilson. I think he's the best player on the board at this point. Absolute freaky, freaky dude. He's had productive – Back-to-back productive years in college, I think like eight or nine sacks in both years. Came to the combine 6'6", 271, and damn near 36 inch arms, which is crazy length. He's going to use that power to just get in on tackles and, and just absolutely bull rush them. He can reduce inside too. It just gives them a versatile chess piece on that D that they desperately need. Yeah, I think it's a case of BPA, but I also think it's a, a good football player that can really help their team. I was I was I low. That's a dream pick for them. Obviously, they're 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 hoping and praying and probably going to be very active in trying to trade up for a quarterback. But I think this is an awesome pick for them. So when I decided on edge, I was I, I mocked him just because my board and everything. I low key wanted to do uh, give them Nolan Smith, keep the Georgia kid at home. Uh, I think he kind of fits the scheme a little bit too. But I decided to go with Tyree Wilson. So I uh, stuck true. I didn't want to I didn't want to be that guy and put Nolan yeah. Smith top ten after the combine. You, uh, I'm not sure they're a they're a weird team for the quarterback market, Atlanta, because they said they were out on Lamar. I don't know if that means that they're looking to move up and draft a guy, or they're just comfortable with Ritter at least right now. 
Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of pressure on this like just regime too with Arthur Smith. Um, I can see them going to like, the second tier quarterback market. I think Sam Darnold makes a lot of sense for them. I'd be curious to see if they can maybe pry him away from Carolina. I think he and him and an Arthur Smith offense makes a lot of sense. He kind of has some similarities to Tannehill in my eyes, so that's something to look out for too. All right, I'm on the clock here. I got what used to be Carolina's pick, but they moved up for Anthony Richardson. I got Arizona here at pick number nine. I got them taking Peter Skaronsky and just didn't feel comfortable. They need edge help desperately. Um, just didn't really feel comfortable taking any of the edges here. But this team needs offensive line help so damn bad. Uh, top 10 in, in sacks allowed last year. You have a small quarterback who's going to be coming off an ACL injury, might not even play this year. I think this is a really smart move for Arizona. Moving back, getting more picks, they're not going to be good next year. You also have the possibility of Carolina not being good next year either with possibly Richardson sitting. So you might have two very high first-round picks in 24 with this move. Um, And I really like this. Peter Skronsky can play any position on this offensive line for a team who's got like six meaningful offensive linemen headed to free agency. And DJ Humphreys is pretty much the only one on the roster who is still going to be there next year. Um, so I really like this. Skronsky, number one offensive lineman on my board. So big time area of need with a really good player. Yeah, I think Arizona's long uh, just not paid attention to the offensive line. I think it's gotten Kyler hurt. So I think it's about time they start protecting his ass. Big time. Uh, Dean, you're on the clock here. Pick 10. One of two for Philadelphia, an absolutely I just don't luxury, 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 luxury pick for yeah, the Philadelphia it Eagles. Like a luxury pick. This team is just sto- is just so damn stacked up and down, and it was a little bit hard. I was kind of mulling over some potential cuts, and James Bradbury is obviously a, a a big potential cut. It was awesome for them last year. They might He's a free agent. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean to bring him back. They, they yeah. I would, I would think they're trying to bring him back, but the money's just not going to make sense. This team is stacked, and this cornerback class is really, really good. And you know, they have a really great shot to fill that hole with a Devon Witherspoon out of Illinois. You know, he's a great tone setter and is not afraid of man to man at all. He could go against absolutely anyone in the NFL and and fare pretty well out of the you know out the gate. He'll obviously need some time to develop, but this will be a you know a great CB two on the other side of Slay and uh, kind of just a plug and play, and don't even have to worry about it. So we're gonna go Devon Witherspoon, and like you said, it you could have went anywhere here because it's just all it's just all luxury pick. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, but especially if they weren't able to retain James Bradbury, I think this is an awesome pick and just an absolute dog who fits in with the mantra of this team and we'll be one of the guys immediately love Devon Witherspoon there at 10 to Philly Ray you're on the clock here 11 the Tennessee Titans where are they going I mean this team needs off to, I think this team needs a reset in general this they're, yeah. they're pretty pretty dire sh- uh, shape right now but I think they need offensive line more than anything so I'm going with the best offensive lineman on the board Paris Johnson Jr. I think last week's episode it was that we did tackled and we were saying how he's just like out of a lab, if you could build a tackle, like what would it look like? And it'd be Paris Johnson Jr. The combine just reiterated that six six. He came in at three thirteen, and then thirty six plus inch arms is just ridiculous. Um, I think he's going to stick a tackle long term, but 
Worst case, you can kick him. In, he can play guard. He's played guard in the past, so he can play inside. But I think he's going to do really, really well at the next level. I think his best football is ahead of him. Yeah, he looked great. Um, just moving around at the combine. But you those, those Rabel uh, OSU connections too, you know? Yeah, I think this team desperately needs to to reset. It's it's tough to hang on, but uh, sometimes you got to let go. They're, they're saying Henry uh, Henry's getting dealt pretty much like as good as done. Yeah. It's pretty crazy because what team is going to B- take Bills are the Bills are the favorite right now. Oh, God. That would be cr- actually fucking crazy. Are they actually the, the betting a, favorite? I believe so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that makes a ton of sense, too. It does. Yeah, I hate that so much. I think it's only one year left, though. So it's like... That is not still, really, it's not, it's not like a long-term commitment or anything. That's still the last dimension that, yeah, honestly, without that dimension, when you get down to the nitty-gritty of, you know, January football, it, it could really pay. So. I, think it help, I think it would help save some Allen's legs a little bit, too. He doesn't have to take those uh, goal-line carries as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm on the clock here. Uh, second of Houston's first, two picks in the first round. Obviously, went quarterback with the first one, took Bryce Young. This was a tough spot for me because I feel like I always see wide receiver mocked in the spot. Just didn't really feel comfortable taking any of these wide receivers here at 12. And I feel like I could get gotten one later in the second round, uh, which is basically a first round pick for them. Um, so I took Lucas Van Ness, who is a raw, raw player. And I understand that. But this guy showed you at the combine what a physical freak he is. Um, and you see it on tape. He just bullies people. He bullies offensive linemen around. Um, and his strength is his greatest strength. Um, and I think when he gets with a great defensive mind like D'Amico Ryans, he could be a really nice young piece um, for this defense. who has got Jalen Petrie and Christian Harris and, and Stingley. They got some dudes who are young and they're going to grow together. So I got Lucas Vandes here at 12. Yeah, they need bodies on the line desperately. That D'Amico Ryan's D, we all know. They they need fresh bodies. They need talent on that line, and they have nothing right now. So I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I don't even think he got in the first round in our last mock. I think we, like – Yeah, I think he was one of – I mean, I think – yeah, I think he did – I think he slipped out. I think this may be a little high at the end of the day, but, I mean, we talked about it just before, like the, that 10 to 25 range, I think there's, there's going to be a lot of variance especially when based on what mocks look like now to what actually happens. Who the fuck knows? I don't hate it. All right, Dean, you're on the clock at number 13 with our beloved New York Jets. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck this up. I I was torturing you guys all of yesterday prior to the mock draft because it was kind of – toying around that I'd uh, I'd have some fun with our picks and, and go crazy. You have both picks. Yeah, I know. I was going to have a lot of fun and do something crazy at this pick, but <laughs> you guys would just ostracize me, and I'm really, I really wasn't in the mood for it yesterday. Um, so we we went we went bread and butter, pasta and meatballs, whatever you want to call it. We're going uh, Broderick Jones, and we're bolstering that old line so Aaron Rodgers can cook his way to another MVP and we could get – Brees Hall, six yards a carry. You know, he's 6'5", 3'11". He's actually one of my really, really underrated winners of the combine. That 40, you know, under under 5'0", 
it looks so smooth and he looked like an athlete out there looked very fluid and i can't wait to see him do that doing that getting to the next level for for some some insane blocks you know like we said he looks like an 18 wheeler at times and it's going to be exciting exciting watching him do that in green yeah, next uh next mock dean's not getting the jet that's all i got to say why? Fair enough. This is a boring. This one. This pick was boring. And spoiler alert: next pick fucking sucks. So next pick is awesome. And that's I had, to, I had to spice it up a tiny bit. I thought you wouldn't be wouldn't fucking get your panties in a bunch if I did it with the second round pick. <laughs> I, I think I disliked it more. I would rather spice this one up. You want to know what this pick was going to be? Yeah, let me hear it. It was going to be Dolan Kincaid. Yeah, I mean, well, man, and that would have been amazing. Yeah, stupid picks or stupid picks. I mean, I'll oh, tell you. dude. It's better, better than, better than a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, okay, All right, right. It's better than kill, it's better than killing myself too. I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, you're on the clock here. Pick fourteen, the New England Patriots. Who they got? So uh, this one, I bounced around a little bit. Um, I was really close to taking Brian Branch, the uh, safety nickel out of Alabama, but they need some. They desperately need some help on the outside. Uh, Jonathan Jones is a free agent. Uh, he's probably going to walk, and just overall, I feel like they're just a little weak there. So why not just beef up? I'm going Joey Porter Jr. I feel like I don't know if I have any backup for this, but I feel like uh, Belichick loves the like NFL like alum guys or like the the legacy guys, if you will. Uh, I think he fits really well with his scheme. Six two, press man guy. Just let him beat people up at the line of scrimmage and trail them. I just think it's overall a good fit. He didn't have the best combine. I think he ran the four fours. I want to say four four six. Uh, he wanted to go sub four four, but at that size, at six two, almost two hundred pounds, that's plenty, plenty good enough. He's got the thirty four inch arms, which is a real strength. So I think he he just trans, translates well as a nice press corner. I don't know if he's ever going to be like a top five to ten corner, but he's going to be a solid player in this league for a long time. Yeah, I like it. He fits there too, and with the he doesn't need to run sub four four with his length and his arms, but there's fast, no way. It's, it's a fast track. Fast track. Well, he'll run it at Penn State, and they'll be sub four four because they got the little, they got the hill. Do they really? Oh yeah. Probably gonna be running a thirty nine yarder. Oh yeah, that's why everybody runs so fast at, at Penn State. Crazy, love it. All right, I'm on the clock here. Pick fifteen. Got the Green Bay Packers. Um, we always see the tight end in the spot. I fucking hate mocking the tight end in this spot. There's a lot of good tight ends in the in this draft. I don't want to take one at fifteen. Um, and this pick, I, I kind of wanted to move back cause I didn't love where I was for green Bay. You know, I was trying to make a phone call to Ray with, uh, Pittsburgh at 17. He was a little interested in a little ring ring. Hey, Ray. And he's like, nah, fuck you. I think it's yeah. even worse. I, I, I called you and then I, I and I bitched out, but yeah. yeah. So Ray, Ray was looking, Ray was looking to move up, you know, Pittsburgh needs an offensive lineman. I just shoved it right back in his face. I took Darnell Wright. Right tackle from Tennessee. This guy was a big time winner at the combine. I think the movement skills were probably everybody's question about him coming in. Ran 501 at almost 330, a little over 330 pounds. That's awesome. Um, this guy's an immediate upgrade at right tackle for the Packers who need offensive line help. David Bakhtiari might be gone. I think his post June 1 uh, cap savings, like 17 million. Um, so they may be moving on from him, new regime in, uh, or new era, at least in, uh, in Green Bay. So 
Darnell Wright to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I was, a little, I was a little worried. I mean, yeah, that pissed me off when you did that yesterday. I'll just say that right now. But um, I was a little worried that my Darnell Wright at, at OT3 was going to look a little bit bad after the combine, but I think it even looks it looks really good now. I know Daniel Jeremiah tweeted out today. He thinks that there's a chance Darnell Wright's first tackle off the board. Uh, just really? acing, yeah, yeah. A, acing the combine, ace this whole year. Uh, I think he's just plug and play right tackle. You know exactly what you're going to get. So I love, the, I love the player. Listen, what do you, you think about the pick, Anderson? People are just going to look at that over and over and over again, and that 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 game made him a lot of money. Yeah, it's going to age like fine wine. It's not out of the question. I would, I would lean that your bold prediction that Daywand would be a like a, a wild. Tight, uh, you know, first tackle off the board is a little bit more likely than that, though. I just don't see him. Uh, don't ever. I never said Dewan was going to be the first tackle off the board. Don't didn't put... say it. You said that you wouldn't be wildly surprised if it happened. No, I said it wouldn't be wildly surprised if it was a first round pick. Don't put words in my mouth. Oh, does that mean <laughs> what you said? This is what I said. I think he's going to be a first uh, round pick. Because we were talking about him being a vending machine with limbs that, like, technically he has an outside chance of being. No. Wow. Okay. I misheard you. I thought that was I I like that bold take because you know your boy loves bold takes and I thought yeah. I I thought that was pretty cool of you to go out on a on a limb and have some fun but little did I know well, it's, Ray it's, fucking sucks it's, still it's, he doesn't like to have fun and he didn't do that it's Mind. fine I I know I know people who are wrong all the time it happens so it's okay to be wrong I, it happens all the time to other people it's good it being wrong mishearing you yeah it's, you're wrong okay okay all right can I can I pick for the commanders please. Yeah, you're at pick sixteen for awesome the Dying to know. Uh, sadly, Sauce is a uh, is a little slut. Took my guy Darnell Wright. I thought this would have been a tailor made pick. I thought it would be uh, amazing for this organization to get some line help, which they desperately need. But another another need is for sure their secondary. Even though they fared well in team statistics, this is a unit, both units actually, safety and corner that is fairly devoid of talent and that's why they took brian branch the very very versatile highly versatile highly athletic db out of bama down at indy he tested i believe as a corner he also played a ton of slot corner at bama but he projects probably best as a safety thanks to his crazy high football iq and his elite run defense when he runs up to the box this is a guy who could metaphor theoretically sorry I keep there we go there we go dino theoretically could play all it's kind of weird actually because we're seeing a more and more offensive linemen that could play all five positions which i love and we've seen teams love the versatility of that this is a guy who it doesn't matter that he ran a four five eight i think people over really kind of overreacting to that this is a guy who could basically play all six positions and the back end of, of a defense, and I wouldn't be shocked. I think they yeah. get themselves a dog. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that the four five eight is a little worrisome, just because I know they all say that that track's been super fast the last two years. But uh, I, I think at any position, nickel and free safety, it's, it, you can survive with that. It's not that big of a deal. And he's let's be real, he's an Alabama football player. He, just, I think his his at football IQ adds. Uh, I, thought he closed, takes, I thought he closed gaps and closed space very quickly on the tape. I think the IQ makes up for about 0.05, I would say. So I don't think it's that much of a concern. Yeah, I don't think I'm not concerned about it at all. I think he's still like football wise top 10 player in this draft for me. His tape is so fucking good. Yeah, he's a beast. 
All right, Ray, you're on the clock here. Pick 17, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so we already talked about how I wanted to go up to get Darnell right for them, and Sosa made me a cuckold. He, he cuckolded me. So uh, I don't really like any of the other tackles value-wise at this spot. So I went with their other, uh, another one of their bigger needs, in my opinion. I went Deontay Banks, the corner out of Mar- uh, Maryland. Sticky, sticky man coverage guy. He's got six foot size, almost 200 pounds, 31 plus inch arm. So it's a good strength there. And he absolutely demolished the combine more so than almost anyone. I think there four, three, five, 40, uh, 42 inch vert, 11, four broad. He's an explosive, explosive athlete. I think that just shows in his man coverage ability. So I think he'll be good on uh, what you call it. Pittsburgh. Right. They got Cam Sutton headed to free agency too. So uh like to pick up there with Deontay Banks. I'm on the clock here. I got Detroit's second pick of the first round. I got them taking Keon White. This team just needs some more juice in the front four. And if I know Dan Campbell, and I do know Dan Campbell, this is a Dan Campbell guy. When you see Keon White just at the combine doing drills, hitting the bags, he's an absolute savage. That guy just loves playing ball. That guy just loves hitting people. Um, measured in really well, 6'5", 285 with 34-inch arms. Uh, did 30 reps on the bench press. This guy's just an absolute tank. And I think his best football is ahead of him. Like, he's so raw still, but his plays, um, he just plays so violent. I love it. I think Dan Campbell will love this guy. So I took Christian Gonzalez for the back end with the first pick, and then I got him taking him White. Like it, like it. Let's go, Dino. Who, who are you going with here? And it's your guy. Got a six to your guys. It so is my guy. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at where are we at? Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Oh, I think this is a a fair spot for him. I would have liked to go to get get some corner uh, cornerback help here. Maybe some edge help. Uh, I really thought about going Miles Murphy here, but Shaquille Barrett does, will be with the team for, I presume, at least this year and next. And I really like Joe Tryon um, out of, oh my gosh, it's a purple school. Washington. You're Thank good. you very much. You get the color. Thank you, Ray Ray. Um, so I, I actually went away from that, and I think they got really unlucky in this mock draft. I would have loved to get Deontay Banks here or one of those uh, – f- first few cornerbacks I didn't really like to reach on one right here so instead I didn't overthink it and I just went straight out Osiris Torrance interior lineman out of Florida and got to keep QB1 Kyle Trask upright Mm -hmm. (laughs) score all the touchdowns get all the get all the babes was that it that's the transition (laughs) <laughs> guys keep typing. We have to go quick, so I'm stopping. That's my transition. <laughs> okay, no worries. Uh, Ray, you're on the clock here. Pick 20. Uh, Seattle's second pick in the first round. Yeah, so I went um, Jalen Carter with that first pick. I thought it was really good value at pick five. And I'm going right back to the fucking well at a good value pick, in my opinion. On, back on that defensive line, I'm going Miles Murphy. Uh, I think pairing him... With with um Boye Mafe with Uchenna Owosu off the edge, it gives him a really dynamic, athletic, and versatile defensive front. Uh, I think he won't. He doesn't need to be like a every down type of player early on. He can p- just join that rotation. But the athletic upside is apparent. He's explosive off the line of scrimmage. Didn't really test at all, but came in at six five, 
almost 270 with the 33 plus inch arms, which is just what you want in an edge rusher. So I think you give him some time to develop. You could hit, be a home run at this pick. Yeah. I mean, this is just great value for, I don't know where he's going to end I, up for how many mocks did we see him in the top five? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I no Ka- Pete Carroll said he stayed, he stayed up at night because they couldn't get after the quarterback. And that's how you get Jalen Carter and miles Murphy. That's how you fucking fix that. You sleep like a baby. Good shit, Ray. Thanks, bro. I like it. That, <laughs> Dean, right, so, that, Dean, now that's how you transition. Yeah, that was a good transition. I think I think scoring all the touchdowns, getting all the babes is pretty good, but whatever. All right. Uh, Miami forfeits the 21st pick, so we're at 22 with the L.A. Chargers. I got wide receiver one finally coming off the board. Not my wide receiver one, but it's Quentin Johnson. This team needs a deep threat. Oh, that's why that one, baby. Very bad. Um, and they just get some more speed and size on the outside and him and Mike Williams is a, a really nice duo on the outside and Keenan Allen kind of aging out. They need some more help for Justin Herbert. I like a little, late, little late for the wide receivers. People might say, but I, mean, I think this is about the, right spot. the question that this is how it goes. I think value wise, this makes a lot of sense. I think that uh, the way the NFL is going, it may, they may just get bumped up a little bit just because teams want, weapons but i think this is just a weaker wide receiver class than normal so and i think it's stronger in obviously cornerback and edge rusher so i think it just makes sense yeah dean on the clock here pick 23 you got the baltimore ravens what do you got yeah you started it i'm continuing it we're gonna go another wide out the ravens are going to get a dynamic amazing after the catch an amazing contested catch guy as well we're gonna get zay flowers out of bc he came in over the 180-pound mark at Combine. He's looking thick. He looks healthy and is – just want to say he's officially my wide receiver two. I'm bumping him up from wide receiver three. Uh, the the size concern was a bit was a bit concerning, but I feel like he's answered that and, uh, and answered the call. He still looked fluid. He is going to be amazing for the Ravens and this offense that has been missing the dimension of a – wide receiver passing game for a long, long time. And what I mean by that is obviously Mark Andrews has gotten the bulk of the work down the middle of the field, but these wide receivers have been extremely inconsistent and Lammy needs another guy who could get open, be slippery. He even showed the propensity to play outside him with Rashad Bateman and a little bit of Devin Duvernay should be a, a actual competent wide receiver room that Lamar could throw to and potentially have a lot of success with. Yeah. I think they're just praying that Lamar stays at this point. But oh, it's like they're begging him to leave. It's so weird, like daring him to leave. I don't, I'm so confused on what's going on with that. But let, we'll save that for another day. Another yeah. day, another pod. Right, you're on the clock here. Pick 24 with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, this is one of the tougher ones. Um, I was thinking about a wide receiver, but I didn't really like uh, any of the fits overly much. Jordan Addison would have been my favorite. But I decided not to. I was thinking maybe even someone like Drew Sanders, but I thought it may be a little too early. I decided, and I'm also I missed the cornerback run too, so I didn't really want to reach on anyone. So I decided to go Brian Bercy, the defensive tackle from Clemson. I know that I feel like early on we were a lot of people were saying top five, top ten pick, and I was kind of like slowly roll. I think he's going to drop a little bit. Now I think people are starting to drop him a little too much. I think. Uh, the testing well went really well at the combine. He was at that four eight six mark forty. He hit the one seven one split, which was pretty important. Um, so he's he's a good athlete, and he's coming back from that those injuries and obviously just the terrible year he had. But I think 
when you watch his tape from before the ACL injury, he's super explosive athlete, really good run stopper already. I think the pass up, rush upside is only going to be better. And I think that uh, Minnesota needs some beef in that middle of that defensive line. I think Dalvin Tomlinson's probably going to end up walking. They got some good edge players, but I think putting Brissett in that uh, in the middle of that D is really going to uh, enhance their defense overall. Yeah, I like this. I think they definitely need corner, but yeah, I, I missed think... the I missed the run. Didn't feel like yeah reaching, you know. I uh, I feel like this is about the range that he'll be in. Yeah, I think I... it I think it probably starts with like the Chargers at twenty two. And then I can see him going anywhere else. I could even see the Lions, to be honest. I think Lions at uh, 18 makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. Fuck, even Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh, him and Cam Hayward, but they have other needs. Right. I'm on the clock here. Pick 25. Got the Jacksonville Jaguars. First tight end off the board. I got them taking Michael Mayer. Um, didn't feel great about where I was with the edge and cornerbacks here, but like we mentioned, those are two of the deeper positions in this class. I think the tight ends are very deep too, but the run on tight ends was about to happen. So I wanted to get one. Um, they tagged Evan Ingram, who was a really important piece for them this past off season. Now you basically upgrade with a better blocker and a more reliable pass catcher for Trevor Lawrence. This team would has some weapons now. And if Trevor Lawrence keeps ascending, this could be a really scary team moving forward. Yeah. I, th- I like the, um, the pairing of Evan Ingram, who's more of like a big slot, and then you get the true wide tight end with um oh my god, I'm blanking. Mayor. Mayor, Mayor. thank you. Uh I think it's just a good good little uh compliment to each other. So I like it. That'd be cool to see. All right, so Dino. An interesting uh, dimension to add to that offense. Dino, back to you. Got the New York football giants oh, here yeah. at twenty six. Uh, any G Men fans listening to this, uh if this happened, they are legit like running around their neighborhood naked, probably getting probably getting stopped by the cops. Might not be a good night, but it'll be... Giants fans are prudes, fucking pussies. They kind of are prudes. <laughs> That's actually true, but I'm telling you, you know, someone's uh, someone's flashing peen if, 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 if they get this pick. They're going Jackson <laughs> Smith and Jigba, uh, wide out, all, all world wide out, especially last year out of, uh, out of Ohio State was everyone's clear number one wide receiver coming into the year, but sadly due to injury, he is now on our mock number three, but he's going to be in the running. He probably has a good shot at being the first wide receiver taken, if I had to guess. He went to the combine, did not run the 40, but he did do the shuttle and three cone, which, you know, he's amazing and very elusive and can has the ability to break ankles pretty consistently in the middle of the field. So as you'd expect, he was elite in those categories. And this G-Men team needs wide receiver help, healthy wide receiver help, extremely bad. Now, am I contradicting myself? Because they are getting Jackson Smith and Jigba, who is, who's had durability issues. And they have had wide receiver after wide receiver with durability issues. Yes, probably, but you cannot pass up this value and he's the best wide receiver on the board right now go and get yourself some jackson smith and jigba like it and uh, i just want to say to all the giants fans congrats on daniel jones for 40 million um <laughs> you locked up you locked up your guy you had to do it you locked up your guy but it Maybe it might be a little risky. I don't know, right? What do you think? Uh, I think some some may use the word inherently risky. Oh, but at, at, at the end of the day, 
them being able to sign Daniel Jones was allowed them to keep Saquon for another year. I can't so even say anything I can't even say anything because when was the last time the Jets signed a quarterback off a rookie deal? Yeah, seriously. Uh, so and if you're gonna if you're gonna pay him if you're gonna pay him that money forty plus, you gotta put him in the position to succeed. And that wide receiver room has not been doing it. Even though Richie James is a beast, they need an actual an actual wide receiver that can, you know. Draw some eyes. Right. Ray, you are on the clock. NFC East, we're staying there. Got the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, this is another uh, interesting one. I feel like I didn't really know where to go with this. They just tagged Tony Pollard, so I don't see Bijan going here, which is like a popular pick, I guess. Uh, They could use a wire receiver real bad, but I don't know if like a Jordan Addison really fits up in this team. So I'm going to go with another weapon. I'm going to get the freak uh, Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Uh, blew, he blew, another one just was a show at the combine. That fucking catch he made was insane. Whether it was the gloves or not, who knows? But came in six seven two sixty four, which is just crazy. He's got eleven eleven inch mitts for hands. Uh, ran a four six four forty, just jumped pretty well. Thirty one inches, ten two broad. So just he did everything at the combine, and that's what people want to see. He moved the fucking blocking sled like it was a little child, yeah. which was cool. Uh, I think it's a. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think uh, it's a good little compliment. I feel like the Cowboys a lot. They usually use like a sixth lineman in the backfield a lot towards the end of last year. I think Darnell Washington can be that role right away. I think him and Ferguson uh, together can make up for the uh, departure of Dalton Sh- Schultz and gives them a, a different kind of weapon to work with. So I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, how many times is Dallas Cowboys? They roll three tight ends. They were rolling Schultz. Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot out all the time last year. So I'm with you. That that six off another lineman spot, that's his. And he's going to be in all these great passing down situations on the goal line. Yeah. He's, a, he's a really interesting player. I think especially in, in this kind of area where he gets drafted in the back half with these teams who are pretty good and set up already, such a chess piece for the, some of these teams to use. Um, so I'm on the clock here, pick 28, the Buffalo Bills. I really wanted to take an offensive lineman here. I thought about Anton Harrison or Dewan Jones, but I ended up taking Jordan Addison. I think he just relieves a lot of stress for Josh Allen that he really needs Allen, a ton of turnovers this year. I think he needs to clean that up. And I think this offense, when we saw them at their best a few years ago, when they were rolling, was when he had a reliable Cole Beasley in the slot. I think Jordan Addison fills that role and more right away, just pairing him next to Stefan Diggs. I am not a Gabe Davis guy at all. I don't think he moves the needle for you. Um, and I really love Jordan Addison in this spot. I think him and Diggs really complement each other. Yeah, I think him and Diggs are kind of similar players too. So I think he can learn from them, uh, develop that route running a little bit. And you're right, I think it gives them an immediate upgrade at wide receiver too. Yeah, similar players, but Diggs plays more on the outside, Yeah, uh, which is good for him. Um, so, Dean, you got Cincinnati Bengals here, pick 29. Who you got? Yeah, I really wanted to go. This is a team that that really needs tight end help. The, the tight end, the names on this team at tight end, uh, you even if you watched a lot of football, probably wouldn't know who they are. So they definitely need to get someone in here. And I was going to give them Dalton Kincaid, which would have been a lot of fun, would have been the the passing target kind of akin to maybe a, a Kelsey to for Patrick Mahomes, which obviously these teams are, you know, 
right next to each other as being the most dynamic offenses in the league. So it would have been cool to add that. But like two days ago, Mixon shot at some kids with Nerf guns <laughs> with, a, with a real gun, which I find like hilarious, obviously sad. Uh, I believe no one is hurt. So I think we could call it funny because uh, he thought Nerf guns were real guns. Uh, so I have the Bengals taking a top three talent in the draft. Bijan Robinson stud. This is a steal. He's going to be a first rounder. I was shocked that he even got to this point. And the best defense is a great offense, as we've seen with some of these teams. And this is a scary offense when you add B. John Robinson to it. Yeah, I think the tight ends are fun to add to this team, but B. John Robinson is way more fun yeah. to add to this team. I mean, if B. John Robinson's here, you're 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 adding him. Um I and do especially think if your current running back one is thought he was invited to a nerf gun fight and he he wasn't. Um, I do think Bijan Robinson ends up going earlier than this. I think he probably goes in the top 20, which is crazy to say, but when we do these mocks, it's like tough to know which is the team that's going to just go for him. Yeah. Um, so he ends up, I feel like when we do mocks, like falling to this kind of spot, because these are the teams that are set up better than some of the rest that can't take running backs in the first round, but somebody's going to take a chance on him because He's fucking awesome. Uh, Ray, you're on the clock here. Pick 30. You got the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I'm keeping the uh, Louisiana boy home. I'm going B.J. Ojolari. Uh, I think they need some juice off the edge. Cam Jordan's not getting any younger. Uh, Peyton Turner hasn't really worked out right up until now, and Marcus Davenport's a free agent. So go get a young, really, really good pass rusher who just knows what he's doing, who can bring you a little juice, get after the quarterback, and I love getting B.J. Ojolari with that fifth-year option. I think he's going to be a really good player. I think this is going to end up being a steal at the end of the uh, – when all said and done. Yeah, keeping the Louisiana boy home. Yeah, I love keeping the guys at home, you know. I still want to do it with Nolan Smith before, but I got got my chance to do it here with B.J. I like it. I'm on the clock here. Pick 31, the Philadelphia Eagles with their second pick. They took Devon Witherspoon with the first one. You just said – just talking about Nolan Smith. I got them taking Nolan Smith right here at 31. Unbelievable combine. Everybody knew he was going to be great. Uh, but so fast, so athletic. The Eagles love these freak athletes that they can just add to this defense and play him in so many versatile ways. They can have him playing off ball, I think. and They can have him rushing in different packages because they don't need him to be an every down rusher for them. Love him getting back with N'Kobe Dean and, and Jordan Davis. So, He's a dog, too. He just fits on this team. Yeah, I like the pick a lot. Um, I don't know where you play him, but teams are going to love the athleticism. They're going to love the versatility, and they're going to love the, the football player himself, like the person. So he's going to end up going high. Love people. All right, Dean. Round us out here. Yeah. Pick 32, Kansas City 31, Chiefs. 31, 31, so sorry. But um, this pick, in my opinion, we could uh, get a little bit – Get a little bit crazy with it, but we did just see the Chiefs let Orlando Brown go. Uh, and what I mean by that is they're not going to retain him. And that being said, I feel like that gives them a great opportunity, at least in this mock, to still get a first-round talent at pick 31, the last pick in the first, with Anton Harrison, the tackle out of Oklahoma. My guess is that he is going to be year one competing with Lucas Yang at a TCU uh, a few years in the league now at that right tackle spot, but 
you know, if you need help at left tackle as well, he definitely has the versatility to play both positions, in my opinion. I like it. It feels like I with them not tagging. Yeah, with them not tagging Orlando Brown, I'm curious to see what uh what happens with that situation. Canard, bro, some Canard action. We had him as a first rounder in our first ever mock. God, don't remind me. All right, Uh, so so that was the first round, right? Right, you. It was your pick, right? Yeah. Before I watched tape on him too, I was like, "Oh fuck, what I do?" God, you suck suck at this fucking drift, drift, and all this stuff. All right, here. Um, Let's go through the first round real quick before we get to the second round. So we had Indianapolis trading up to the number one overall pick. With Chicago, they ended up taking C.J. Stroud. Houston held at two. They took Bryce Young. Then we had Carolina moving up from nine to three. They took Anthony Richardson. Um, Chicago on the clock at four. They took Will Anderson. Seattle at five took Jalen Carter. Christian Gonzalez at six for the Detroit Lions. Will Levis at seven for the Las Vegas Raiders. Eight, uh, Atlanta took Tyree Wilson. Nine was Arizona. They took Peter Skaronsky. 10, the Eagles' first pick, they took Devon Witherspoon. 11 is Tennessee. They took Paris Johnson Jr. At 12, Lucas Van Ness off the board. At 13, our New York Jets took Broderick Jones. 14, the New England Patriots took Joey Porter Jr. 15 was uh, offensive tackle Darnell Wright to Green Bay. 16, Washington took Brian Branch. 17, Pittsburgh took Deontay Banks. Keon White at 18 for Detroit's second pick of the first round. 19 is Tampa Bay. They took Osiris Torrance. 20 was Seattle. They took Miles Murphy after taking Jalen Carter at five. Um, Miami forfeited the pick at 21. 22, the L.A. Chargers took Quentin Johnson, first wide receiver off the board. 23 wide receivers kept going to Baltimore with Zay Flowers. 24, Minnesota. They took Brian Percy. 25 was Jacksonville. They took Michael Mayer, first tight end off the board. 26, the New York Giants took Jackson Smith and Jigba. 27, the Dallas Cowboys took Darnell Washington. Uh, 28 was Jordan Addison to the Buffalo Bills. 29, Cincinnati took the first running back, B. John Robinson. 30 was New Orleans. They took B.J. Ojolari. Uh, pick 31 is Philadelphia. They took Nolan Smith. And then pick 32, the Kansas City Chiefs took Anton Harrison. Good stuff, fellas. First round. Uh, let's try to pick up the pace a little bit here yeah. in the second yeah. round. Uh <laughs> I didn't even hear what you said, but word. <laughs> um, just body amount. Uh, Ray, you're starting us up here. Pick 33. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers after the Clay, Chase Claypool trade. Jesus, a little mouthful there. Um, yeah. We got going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, bananas trade. I just have to start with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I went with uh, Deion Banks, the uh, Deontay Banks, sorry, in the first round. I didn't get my tackle. I'm getting him here. I'm going to Juan Jones. I'm taking the second half of the freaky Buckeye tackles. I think he's just he just gives off Steeler vibes. Power right tackle, those thirty six inch arms. I think you can slide Okorafor. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it to left tackle. He played it in college and put Dewan Jones at right tackle and just have some bookends. So I think that's the pick. Yeah, massive man for a massive need for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm on the clock here, thirty four with the Houston Texans. Um, obviously took Bryce Young with the second overall pick. And then I took Lucas Van Ness at 12 because I thought I could get a wide receiver later. And I did. I got Jalen Hyatt here at 34. Massive need for this team. And I think he gives them an extra dimension that they don't have 
with hopefully John Mechie coming back next year to play in the slot for them. Just give them a speed guy over the top for Bryce. I love that pick. Yeah, I love that fit there. I think it's uh, really Pick 35, Arizona. Dean, you're on the clock. Yeah, this isn't the best fit, but I, I really see this guy making a great case for being uh, guard one. Uh, even of even ahead of Osiris Torrance, who is is an awesome prospect within himself. This is going to be Steve Avila at a TCU. Go Horn Frogs! We saw him play really well in pass pro against the best of the best in Jalen Carter, and he's even shown the propensity to be a really, really, really stout and uh, fairly experienced run uh, run blocker. So, kind of sucks because in this draft, Arizona, we have going tackle than guard, which they definitely need. I mean, it's not that they don't need it, but they also have a lot of needs elsewhere. And you could see them making up for the fact of bad offensive line play with their elusive quarterback. But um, I'm an idiot at times. So I just went with Steven Villa because I like that pick to them. Yeah, they you're, definitely... not, you're not an idiot, Dean. Never, No one's ever called you that before. Stop it. I right, keep going. Hurry up. Yeah, they uh they definitely need some <laughs> some edge help here, but uh yeah, you know what? Their offensive line's been so bad. I don't hate them going to offensive line, but they got all those guys in free agency. I don't hate it, Ray. You're on the clock here, um, with the Chicago Bears from their trade with the Indianapolis Colts for the Colts moving up to one. Yeah, they were they ended up recouping that pick pretty much for the god awful uh, Chase Claypool trade. I really wanted to go offense here. We went with Will Anderson in the first, but I think Kalaja Kansi makes too much sense. They need that three tech. Pairing him and Will Anderson, you've put some juice on the defensive front. Uh Kansi's the one of the few people who come who came into the combine listed taller than he was on um the, his Pittsburgh uh, like team website, which is great to see six one, two eighty plus, and he ran a four six forty. So uh he's an explosive athlete. He's gonna be penetrating on that defensive line uh immediately. I think him and is Will Anderson penetrating you've ever heard of it dean chill get your mind out of the fucking gutter bro Uh, i'm on the clock here pick 37 the first for the la rams i got them taking our boy cody mock um this team needs to just get younger everywhere but this offensive line was really really bad last year this is a good offensive lineman with good versatility can play him a tackle i think his home is probably a guard but can play center if you need him to can play tackle if you need him to um, so I think this is a good fit. Looked good at the combine, moved well. I like it for the Rams, who are going to run it back, I think, for one more year and try to make a push. So could be a, a guy that plug and play right away. I like it. You play everywhere, too. They need offensive line help. All right, Dean, you're back on the clock here with the Seattle Seahawks at pick 38. Yeah, this is pick. This is the, the pick of the draft. We're going uh, Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, tight end one. And I love this pick for this team. I really, really do. You sign, you you give Geno the bag. You have DK. You have Tyler Lockett. You really need a tight end that can pose a receiving threat. And as no offense has played, he, he played 441 passing snaps last season. I'm Don't talk shit about my boy, Will Disley. I am talking shit about your boy, Will Disley. No oh, offense, damn. only a mass you know, sub 500 yards, four touchdowns. And he just wasn't, he just was pretty much a non-factor for someone who ran as many routes as he did. And this team is pretty stacked thanks to their great drafting. And uh, what was their pick before in this draft? Two picks before. Um, yeah, Jalen Carter. Jaylen Carter and yeah. Miles Murphy. 
Yeah, so so they they addressed that D line, which was their which was their big flaw going in. Uh, besides tight end play, was getting to the quarterback. So they got that. They're good in the secondary. Have some solid linebackers, and thanks to their bookend tackles that they got last year, they're good on the O line. So get me a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a luxury pick and get Dalton Kincaid, who's a god. Dean loves talking about Kincaid. He mentioned him like 15 times when we were doing the mock. I thought he was taken like at pick 10. And then he ends up, ends up taking him at 30. I almost took him at 13. <laughs> I was going to take him at 13. Oh, fuck. Sorry, I went long on that one, but that's my dude. That's my You're guy. Good. Yeah, you can't so, keep so, so it. I won't, I won't do it again. It's okay. You can't keep your Kincaid uh, shit to yourself. It's all good. Cool. Uh, so I'm up here with the, with the Raiders. I think this pick was pretty easy. I'm going to Manuel Forbes. Uh, the cornerback from Mississippi State, I believe, right? Right. Yes. What's up? Yeah. Um. He, yeah. Came in at one sixty six, which is obviously troubling, but he's six feet tall. He ran a, a four three five forty as well. Super explosive. And this team had was the worst in the NFL last year in picks. They had the fewest. So get the guy who's the ball hawk of the class. He take it to the house. I think it makes a lot of sense. He just seemed like a Raider pick too. Yeah. He's a really good player, but that 166 is definitely going to scare some teams. That's off. pretty crazy. Just, yeah, just going to be off people's boards. Just hot, just hire an Italian chef and just feed him some pasta. Ain't no thing. <laughs> All right, I'm on the clock here. Pick four. You got the Carolina Panthers who made the trade up to go get Anthony Richardson. I got them getting him a weapon. I got them taking Josh Downs. Carolina kids staying home. They needed some weapons to grow with this offense. That wide receiver room is pretty barren outside of DJ Moore. Um, and he gives you an easy target over the middle. He showed you at the combine is smooth, smooth mover, great hands. Um, he's just going to be a nice, easy target for Anthony Richardson right over the middle. So, Keeping like another that. guy home too. I love it. Yeah. I love that. You know, you'll get, you'll get a Tom Rinaldi story, you know, first game, right. The, the hometown kid. Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, New Orleans here, 41. Dean, you're on the clock. Yeah, we're going to make it short and sweet. We're going to take Cam Smith, corner out of South Carolina. Uh, really, really great corner coming out. He he has been getting some round one hype even. And uh, this is a Saints team, even though they did well uh, against the pass last year, they fairly desperately need a guy opposite side of Lattimore. And this is the guy to do it, in my opinion. Like it. It's a good value pick there. Like it is answer. a good value pick. I like it for them. All right, Ray. 42, you got the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, so I went Paris Johnson Jr. in the first. Uh, this this offense needs some juice. I don't like any of their receivers left, so I went Luke Musgrave. Explosive tight end. He can block. He ran uh, a 4-6, 140. He was a track guy in uh, high school. I think he was a skier, too, I keep hearing, which is kind of wild. that. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a ski. I don't know what kind of skiing sauce, so don't fucking keep your dick in your pants. Six, yeah. six year. Yeah, I think he says that's where he gets his loose hips from. But yeah, uh, re- really good athlete. So I think he can block too. It would be a nice weapon for them over the seam. Sure. Six, six <laughs> year. Jesus Christ. I wonder what size skis he has. Fucking crazy. Sauce. No, um, please. Sorry, man. Just got back from Park City. Boy, this fucking juiced. Um, I got Cleveland here at 43, the first pick for them. I got them taken at a Miwa Adeboare. That name is just an absolute mouthful. Uh, he might have to change his name. Fuck, <laughs> 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 that's messed up. 
Um, this team needs edge help. They also need interior help. Went with the interior guy. He was an absolute freak at the combine, running sub four five at at a uh, at over two hundred eighty pounds. Absolute freak. Nice to pair with Miles Garrett. I think his home his home is inside though, but I like his versatility, possibly to play outside. Yeah, that combine should get him arrested. That was the freakiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay. Imagine just putting cuffs on him. Um, no, they should have what they should have done is went and then piss tested him immediately after because that that's something's not going right over there. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. Uh, we're going back to our beloved New York Jets at uh, pick forty three and forty four. It's technically forty three because the, the no, no, no. didn't get a pick, but cool. Okay, pick forty four, whatever. Um, so pick at pick forty four. This is a fairly thin linebacker room and is a room that definitely will need to be addressed in this draft for the jets whether it be the in the second round or later who knows but i wanted to get creative here besides the the typical trenton simpson pick and i feel like i feel like it'd be fun to see salah get his hands on this guy uh fucking drew sanders out of arkansas who can potentially play off ball or you could scheme to get on ball and rush the passer, rush the passer, which I feel like would be a lot of fun to watch. Get the blitzing right, linebacker your... for the team that doesn't blitz. I like it. Sheesh, making me make me sl- making me slander <laughs> my guy Drew Sanders too. I love the player, don't like the fit. Uh, you disgrace Joe Douglas. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. that's just one man's. That's just one man's opinion, though. All right, well, 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 potentially if they want to get creative, this will be the pick to let him do so. And he could play off ball fairly, fairly well and fairly competently. So I, I would be comfortable with, with him doing that. All right. Uh, Ray, you got Atlanta here at 45. What do you like? Yeah, so uh, it's funny. I just slandered Dean and I made this next pick, which is kind of out there. But <laughs> yeah. I, went, I went Tyree Wilson in the first. Uh, okay. I want to get this, I want to get this team some juice on offense. I mean, it's been a theme. I don't really like the receivers that much in this class, and I feel like the tight end run already went. So I got a little spicy. I went uh, Jameer Gibbs. I think you can use him as a running back, use him as a receiver too. I think he's a perfect complement to Algier, and it just gives the offense a little extra spark to go along with, uh, like I said, Algier. Um, Oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking on the tight end and wide receiver's name? Uh, It's in London. Drake London and fucking yeah, Pitts. Thank you. I was gonna say Pittman, got got fucked up. I don't know. Yeah, you... but yeah, just get 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 this office a little bit more juice. <laughs> oh, well, obviously that pick was horrible, and I'm not just saying that because he just called my pick horrible. But you know, we we all have we all have ears, and we all have above five brain cells, so we knew that pick sucked. All right, I'm on the clock here. <laughs> Pick 46. I got the Green Bay Packers. Um, I got them taking FAU. Felix on a DK Uzama. Bottom 10 sacks this past year. Preston Smith's getting up there in age, and he has an out in his contract next year. Kind of like this duo with him and Rashawn Gary, if Rashawn Gary can stay healthy. Um, went offensive line in the first round, but think attacking the trenches on the defensive side of the ball is a big need for uh, – Green Bay. So I got them taking FAU here. Like it. All right, Dean, you're on the clock. Yeah. What are we, 40, 47 with the New England Patriots. Yeah. We we addressed corner with their first pick uh, with Joey Porter Jr. I believe Ray made that pick. 
And uh, I believe I'm going to stay on the defensive side of the ball with this pick as well. This is a defense that that has the potential to be re- really a top 10, even potentially top five unit. And I feel like what will get them there is bolstering just the middle of that D-line just a bit more, have a little bit more depth there. They do have Uche and Judon on, on the outside, which we saw Judon be an absolute game wrecker this year. Uh, I believe adding uh, a guy like Mozzie Smith out of out of Michigan – to their D line is would be a great fit and uh, really help stop the run efficiently. I like, like it. it, like it, like it, like it. All right, right. You're on the clock here. 48. We got for Washington. Yeah. So uh, Washington with Brian branch, I believe in the first, uh, I, I know Dean wanted to address the offensive line, but I'm going to do it here. I'm going John Michael Schmitz. Uh, their offensive line is pretty old. You get someone who can play center or guard, give him some versatility. I really like the way he uses his leverage um, and just driving defenders back. He didn't move as well at the combine as I would have liked, but I think he's just a player. He's going to be a football player. He's gritty as hell. Um, so I like the pick for them here. Talking love, Tom Michael Schmitz. Yeah, no, him at the senior ball, really. I was like, oh, shit, the center class isn't as bad as they say. Yeah, and honestly. There's a ton of slander going into this. Going he moves better than what he ran, so he's fine. Um, I'm going to pick for the Detroit Lions. I have made all the Lions picks so far. So I took Christian Gonzalez at six to Keon White at 18. Now I got them attacking defense once again because his defense desperately needed it. I got them taking Trent Simpson. I think this is an absolute home run for them. Love what we're building with this defense. A really young group, but a group that needed speed badly and guys who just love playing ball. Um, and Trent Simpson is a freak, and he showed you that at the combine. I think Dan Campbell is pumped about these last three picks because I think they feel really good about where their offense is headed right now, especially with Jameson coming back. Thought maybe tight end, but honestly, they gave TJ Hawkinson away for yeah. a second-round pick that's coming up. I don't think they give a fuck about attacking tight end right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just two points I wanted to point out there. Uh, I like how you got them like younger and faster all over uh, all three levels. Rather, I think Jack Campbell would have been a really fun fit with the Lions team. Uh, and then also, you mentioned James. Jack Campbell, my guy. You mentioned Jameson Williams, but did you hear like the comments the uh, the GM had recently? He was like, "Yeah, like we love Jameson, but he has to hold up his end too, and he, he's got to do everything." Like, so I don't know. It just seemed really weird comments. I don't know what's going on with that. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that. Interesting. I'll find it again. I'll send it to you. It's kind of weird. Very interesting. Yeah. I love Jack Campbell. You Honestly, know, Jack Campbell would have been with his physicality and size, that would have been a perfect, perfect uh Campbell. Yeah. Perfect Jack, Cam- Campbell Jack Campbell's my guy, but I just thought this team, especially at the linebacker position, is just not that athletic. They needed to get some speed. Mm-hmm. Um where are we? Pick fifty. Dean, you're on the clock here with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I see this defense kind of uh having similar anecdotes to this uh ferocious lines defense they just want to be physical and uh that's why this pick is going to be jack campbell and they're complete opposites well they tout physicality they 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 want to they want to Dean, just keep going keep going with your superlatives oh God, you guys fucking just suck. go 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 Tom, with your anecdotes. mike tomlin tomlin keep going with your anecdotes dude have you watched your... have you watched any any steelers defense any steelers Oh yeah, I'm saying they'll, they'll, that the Steelers are like a top five defense, and the Lions are like the worst defense in the league. Well, I'm not. How how is that? Keep going, Dean. It's fine. Don't let them distract you. Anything of what I said, Dean. Don't let them distract you. 
I'm saying that they have co- they have coaching staffs that 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 care a lot about physicality, especially from their linebackers, and that's going to be Jack Campbell here out of Iowa, which should have been the last pick if fucking Sauce had a brain, but it's not. <laughs> so Jack Campbell and um, Devin Bush is gone. He's not going to be retained by the Steelers team, which leaves a void in the middle of the field, and uh, pairing Jack Campbell with. Miles Jack, who will presumably play the mic, and Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell play the will, which is not his natural position, but will be something that he that I have faith he will adapt to. I cannot believe I just got stopped and corrected on that. I'm so I'm so actually tilted right now. <laughs> if you don't move forward, if you don't move forward, I'm going to have a connection. Just move forward because okay, I, okay. I, I I'm so mad right now. You stop oh you? Yeah. He's Go. going pizza mode right now. Fuck, Go. he's tilted. Tampa Bay, Fifty-one. <laughs> okay, so Tampa Bay. Um, I mean Kyle Trask. I don't think it's going to be him. I don't know. If he, I don't know if Kyle Trask is him. <laughs> so I'm going Hendon Hooker. Uh, I think he. Some say he could be in the first round conversation if not for the ACL injury. Even despite the age, he had a monster year. He could, could, uh, takes really good care of the ball. I feel like getting him in uh, with Tampa Bay with those weapons is an intriguing option. So going him. I like it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. If he's a, a second round guy, especially for a team like that where they're kind of in transition, but I don't hate it. Um, I'm at pick 52. I got the Miami Dolphins here. I got them taking Keely Ringo. I think there's a lot of room for improvement, obviously, with some of his technique, but this is a great athlete with a lot of upside. He doesn't have to be your number one corner opposite Xavier Howard. They got Cater Kohu in the slot. Um, it's a desperate need for this team i'm so curious to see where keely ends up going what range i know like you said when we were doing this this seems really late but i think the variance of where he could go is just so wide i'm so curious to see yeah especially because there's so many corners yeah it's such a deep class right he's a freak though so be interesting dean you're back on the clock here pick 53 seattle seahawks i love this pick i got um i got some eye rolls from the boys when I said it, but uh, this is my wide receiver six or seven, and that's going to be Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma. Uh, Great vertical threat and also has awesome potential for Yak on any given given snap, any any catch he has. Great in space, and he looked awesome at the combine sub 4-4, which is exactly what you wanted to see from him. You wanted to see that, you know, the tape kind of translated to you know, you usually don't want to see that. You usually want to see the other way around. But uh, anyway, I definitely think he made some money in Indianapolis and will be an instant wide receiver three for this squad. And pair that with Dalton Kincaid, um, cream everywhere, bricked up, whatever you want to call it. This is actually a really cool team and could potentially make a playoff run. Yeah, first round went defense. Jalen Carter, Miles Murphy, when offense, second round, Dalton Kincaid, Marvin Mims. Another really good draft for uh, Seattle. One point I wanted to note out, because I was just talking about this with my dad earlier uh, with the Seahawks, I think there's no worse spot to be in than paying a mid-tier quarterback this outrageous money. But if you're going to do it, I think the Seahawks are the perfect team to do it after the draft they just nailed and the fucking boatload of assets they have in this draft. So I think if any team's going to – like be able to succeed while paying a quarterback like that. It's the Seahawks. I could really see them getting aggressive considering they have this much draft capital and just getting their guys. I'm I'm sure they obviously have a few, 
uh, I, I would definitely look out for that. I wanted to try and do that because I made two picks for them, but we have, we have yeah. to on this podcast. Yeah. Maybe even trading for a player like we've seen yeah. last year with, with Hollywood and Brown. with AJ Brown. Yeah. That would be crazy. True. Um, so I'm up here with Chicago. We went Will Anderson and Kalaja Kansi with their first two picks. So I'm going to the offensive side of the ball. I'm going Joe Titman, the center slash guard out of Wisconsin. I think they need to beef up this offensive line. I've been saying it for a while. I'm assuming they're going to spend a lot of their money on offense, but get someone who can play guard and center. He's played at Wisconsin, so he's from the Big Ten. He's used to those cold games. When it comes winter time in Chicago, he'll still be fighting and uh, moving defensive linemen back. So I really like that fit for him here. Yeah, definitely need to upgrade the offensive line big time. Got a lot gotta, of money to do it. It's got to get tougher, too. It's got to get tougher up front to run the ball. I'm going to pick 55 here. The L.A. Chargers took Quentin Johnson with the first pick. I got them taking Keanu Benton, um, interior defensive line from Wisconsin. This team was miserable stopping the run last year. I think they were bottom five in the league. This is an immediate upgrade at the tackle. Looked good at the combine. Looked good moving around. So I think this is a plug-and-play guy. Yeah, I like it. I don't, I'm curious to see where he goes, too. I feel like his, he's going to go somewhere on day two. I'm just curious how early. Right. Dean, you're on the clock here. Pick 56 with the fourth of picks for Detroit Lions. Yeah. I, I really don't have any faith in the future, the long-term future, at least, for this uh, running back room. And that being said, I'm going to go Zach Charbonnet out of uh, UCLA. And I think that he's going to instantly be a great addition for this team. And it's it's not even more so for the player that, you know, around this range, we have a, a, a good amount of great running backs. And and you could, you know, grab one of a few actually in this at this spot. But I, I'm more concerned about the fact that I genuinely don't think they typically are very warm to DeAndre Swift. And, you know, is Jamal Williams going to get 900 touchdowns again? No. Uh, they really need youth there and a guy who could shake it up and uh, be durable and available. Yeah, I mean, I think Jamal Williams is a free agent too. So I think if he leaves, this is a, make, this is a really, really good fit. Uh, bring Charbonnet back to Michigan after he transferred. So I like that a lot. Yeah, it's just so interesting to see a player, like really good talent like DeAndre Swift, just not fit at all with the coaching staff and then just basically not playing him. They talk it's fairly really coldly about him in, in several instances. It's, it's quite weird. Yeah, it really is. Um, Ray, you're on the clock here. Pick 57, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, uh, I think they need to upgrade the secondary. They um, We went tight end in the first round. So I'm going Darius Rush, the other cornerback from South Carolina. He's kind of gotten overshadowed by Cam Smith, but he's bigger. He ran a four, sub 4 four forty. Uh, I think he's paired really nicely with Tyson Campbell on the other side of him. They give him two long athletic corners. Uh, this team's looking up, man. This team really is looking good. Yeah, they really are. They got a lot of young pieces. Um, I'm on the clock at pick 58 with the New York Giants, uh, who took Jackson with Njigba in the first round. I got them taking corner here. I got them taking Tyreek Stevenson. Um, this team needs some cornerback help. They need a physical corner for Wings defense. Get them all press man coverage. Um, this guy's a really good player. Showed it at the Senior Bowl. Showed it again at the Combine. Uh, like this fit here. You Dean, know, you are. Yeah. We saw Dallas. Uh, I'm going to be taking. This is going to be pick 59 for Dallas. For their first pick, we had them taking Darnell Washington at 27, 
who is filling the void of the not tagged Dalton Schultz. And here at 59, I have them addressing the opposite side of Diggs, who uh, at corner, and that corner is going to be Clark Phillips. He he probably lost the most money out of all the cornerbacks in Indy. He came in wildly small. I actually just want to double check it. Check it. 5'9", 184, and he, he ran pretty unimpressively at a at a four five one. But when you watch the tape, this guy is an absolute ball hawk, and I find it a very very fun to potentially pair him with the number one ball hawk in the league with Diggs. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be an interesting one because the tape is really good. Yeah, it is. It is really good. I I I coined him as a back end of the one, in kind of, but most likely a top end of the two. Yeah. Um. Hey, you liked uh you liked McCreary last year too with the with the short arms. He wasn't too bad this year. He was good. Yeah. He, he was he was he was solid for the Titans. Yeah. A lot it's gonna of be snaps. Yeah. Dean, like, Dean likes little limbs. Yeah. <laughs> Hey Ray, hey. <laughs> so I, that's what we're... My my bad to elaborate on that, but that was one of my utes, so I had to. But we can go now. Yeah, uh, Sixty Ray, you got the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, so uh, Bills in the first round, they went Jordan Addison. I still think they need to beef up this offensive line, so I'm going Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. Uh, he can play guard or tackle wherever they need, they, wherever they see it fit. I love the length. I think he's a good run blocker. I uh, still got some stuff to work on in pass pro, but give him time. I think it's a good depth pick for Buffalo. Nice. like that. Uh, I'm going to pick 61 here with the Cincinnati Bengals. I really wanted Matthew Bergeron. Thought that would have been a great fit for the Bengals. Who took Bijan Robinson in the first round. Ended up taking Derek Hall. This team needs a little bit more juice on that defensive line. Bottom five in sacks this past season. I think that's a good rotation with the three with him, Hendrickson, and Sam Hubbard. So, like Ed and Derek Hall there. Love Derek Hall. Great combine, too. Good stuff. Dean, your last pick of the two-round mock draft. You got the Carolina Panthers. This might be sneakily, like, the best pick of the draft. And, you know, this is a guy. No, it's not. He might sneakily be. Okay. It's going to be Isaiah Foskey, uh, edge out of, uh, out of Notre Dame. Had an amazing junior year at 10 sacks and, and then doubled it down. Got 10 and a half on – in his senior year with 13 and a half tackles for loss. He was, he was really dynamic and a game wrecker. And then he goes to the combine and absolutely is, is one of the biggest winners for the whole week at Indy. He ran a four, five, eight, which is freakish. He's six, five, great size. He's went two sixty four, two hundred sixty four 264 pounds, 34 inch arm length. So he hits that benchmark and, is a guy who could who could easily be a first round pick, and I wouldn't be shocked. But in in this mock, we uh, we have him going uh, the back end of the second to Carolina. Right. I mean, how many times have we mentioned it that this range of players yeah. there's going to be so many different outcomes that doing a mock draft, you have no idea where some of these guys are going to end up. Yeah, um, I just I just genuinely want to say I I really think that the NFL is going to be higher on this kid than draft analysts are and the community is yeah i feel like there's a lot of guys like that um ray you got philadelphia here 63 yeah so they went um devon witherspoon with their first first round pick they went nolan smith with their second 
Uh, I know some people may be considering running back here. I feel like we kind of missed the boat on that once. So I'll wait another round. Uh, theoretically, I'm going back to that defensive line. I'm going Colby Wooden, Auburn, uh, defensive lineman out of Auburn. This is my guy in the draft. Uh, these boys know it. I think he's going to be one of the biggest steals of the draft. I love uh, – he came into the combine weighing 273, so he's kind of got that tweener mentality. But I think he can play uh, end in base front, kick inside for pass rushing downs. And for a team like Philadelphia, who's probably going to be losing a lot of pieces on that D-line, I think it's good to get someone with some versatility inside-outside. like it. All right, I'll round us out here. Uh, pick 64 with the Kansas City Chiefs who took uh, Anton Harrison with their first pick in the first round. I got them taking Will McDonald, and I do think Will McDonald goes way higher than this. The way people are talking about him is that he's pretty much a bona fide first-round pick. I don't really see him that way, but I do think he goes higher than the last pick in the second round. But for the Chiefs, they just released Frank Clark. They need some edge help. He's a little bit on the – he's on the lighter side, but I think with a guy like Chris Jones – who commands so many double teams. His speed pairs really well there. And uh, he could play alongside Carl Loftus, too, and they can uh, grow together. I love that fit for Kansas with him in Kansas City, too. I could see that being the first, like the last pick of the first round. You're right. But I love the fit, love the player. Right. All right. Good stuff, fellas. I'll go through the second round now. Uh, pick 33 was Pittsburgh. They took Dewan Jones. Houston at 34. They took Jalen Hyatt. 35 was Arizona. They took Steve Avila. Um, at 36, Chicago was back on the clock from their trade with Indy. They took Kalaja Kansi. 37 was the LA Rams with their first pick. They took Cody Mock. 38 was Seattle. They started to go offense in the second round. They took Dalton Kincaid. 39 was Las Vegas. They took Emmanuel Forbes. 40 was Carolina. They took Josh Downs. Thir- uh, 41 was New Orleans. They took Cam Smith. 42, the Tennessee Titans took Luke Musgrave. 43, the Cleveland Browns took uh, Adamina Adebuare. 44, the New York Jets took Drew Sanders. 45, Atlanta took Jameer Gibbs. 46, the Green Bay Packers took Felix Anaduke Uzama. 47, the New England Patriots took Mozzie Smith. 48, Washington took John Michael Schmitz. 49, Detroit with their third pick, they took Trenton Simpson. 50 was Pittsburgh, they took Jack Campbell. 51, Tampa Bay took Hendon Hooker. 52, the Miami Dolphins took Keely Ringo. 53, Seattle took Marvin Mims for their fourth pick. Um, Chicago back on the clock at 54. They took Joe Tipman. 55, the LA Chargers took Keanu Benton. 56, Detroit took Zach Charbonnet. 57 was Jacksonville. They took Darius Rush. 58, the New York Giants took Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, 59, the Dallas Cowboys took Clark Phillips third. 60, the Buffalo Bills took Matthew Bergeron. At 61, the Cincinnati Bengals took Derek Hall. 62 was Carolina. They took Isaiah Foskey. 63 is Philadelphia. They took Colby Wooden. And 64, the Kansas City Chiefs round us out with Will McDonald. Nice. Love Good it. stuff, fellas. Marathon. Uh, marathon. It was a marathon. Any picks stand out? Any picks you love? Any picks you hate? Uh, the Drew Sanders one was pretty booty. Uh, didn't really like the Keon White one either. But I did like the Devin Witherspoon one for Dean in the first. And for Sauce, I don't know anything off the top of my head. Let me see. Oh, Jalen Hyatt to Houston, I really like. Yeah, I, I that was actually – that might be one of my favorite uh, fits. So I, I agree. I really like that one. Uh, I really like Tyree Wilson to an Atlanta team that 
has been ineffective running the cornerback for, it feels like, my whole entire life. So I, I like that a lot. And, uh, and of course, all my picks are amazing. Um, the Steve Avila one is, is, a, is a little bit wonky, and but... Yeah, that was a good job, fellas. It's a it's a marathon. It's a long draft. Yeah, hundred yeah, no, percent. It is. This it's a lot. An hour and a half of Dean talking is fucking like way too much. Probably about an hour twenty nine too much. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, people. <laughs> All right, fellas. Good job. That'll wrap it up for us here. I'm between two tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed our mock draft, two round mock draft post combine. Um, stay with us. We got a lot of good stuff coming up next week. We got the Jets. I can't say rebuild because we're not rebuilding. Oh. We're just build, We're just building to the fucking moon. Uh, so we got the uh, the Jets off season pod coming early next week, and then we're talking some free agency stuff, fellas. Pumped. Yeah, free agency is going to be electric this year. I, I we've been hearing a lot of GMs and a lot of people saying that. I mean, Shane just said it uh, today, actually that. You know, we're not looking to sign guys for minimum anymore. So I feel like a lot of teams and a lot of GMs are, are have that mentality going into a free agency that's not even really that good. But uh, it will we'll be fun nonetheless. Fired up. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. Stick with us as we continue this 2023 draft season. Fellas, appreciate you. See you, dudes. Peace.